It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Has Chase Young learned something from 2021? Is Cole Holcomb going to get a promotion in 2022? And some interesting insights into what the quarterback picture might look like at the NFL Draft later next month. All of that coming right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, and we thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am David Harrison, covering your Commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, and my co-host Chris Russell, not here for this episode, but the Rooster is one half of the Russell and Medher show on the Team 980. You can find him and Pete there Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern or anytime along with this show on the Odyssey app. When we're not there or here, we're on Twitter at dharrison82, at russellmania621, and at LO Commanders. Once again, we thank you for making us your first listen every single day. A Predator prequel is coming out this summer, and it could be the year of the Predator if Washington Commanders head coach Ron Rivera is right, and 2021 has served as an awakening for defensive end Chase Young. Speaking at the owner meetings, owners meeting in Miami, Florida, Ron Rivera saying, quote, a little bit of an awakening a little bit of a realization. I appreciate how focused he is. He really is attacking this off season or his off season, rather end quote saying that about the defensive end chase young team captain for the Washington commanders. He then followed that up with for us, hopefully the realization we hadn't arrived has set in and that just showing up is not good enough End quotes. Now I did an episode on this very show a while back, breaking down chase young's career thus far, uh, even accounting for the games missed by injury, talking about how important this season was because after this coming season, the Washington Commanders are going to have to make the decision on whether or not they pick up Chase Young's fifth-year option. And while to some that may seem like a no-brainer, right now Young is closer to Cleveland Farrell of the Las Vegas Raiders as to, in terms of production than he is to Nick Bosa uh, in terms of production. Two fellow edge defenders taken as top five NFL draft picks in recent years. Both of them are only one year ahead of Chase Young. Cleveland Farrell's fifth-year option not picked up by the Las Vegas Raiders. Nick Bosa's has been picked up or will be picked up, and they are rumored to be talking long-term extension for the defensive end. Now, you you may remember Young missed voluntary portions of the offseason last year, notoriously to shoot commercials and, and make money. He kind of talked about you know being in the position to make money and all this other stuff. But according to Rivera, he does plan on being at the voluntary portions of workouts and team events this year, which is big for a captain of the team. I've said it on the show before. If you're going to be a team captain, if you're going to be a leader on the team, then I think it's imperative for you to be a present part of team activities, voluntary or involuntary. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go out there and do every single rep of every single drill. Obviously, health and injuries uh, and prevention, all that stuff is very, very important. But just being in the building, just being around being in the meeting rooms, going through the classroom stuff, especially with these young guys, those are very important parts about being a team leader. Now, I'm not blaming Chase Young for, well, being young and for uh, chasing the bag, as people like to say. He has every right in the world 
to go out there and make money, but you can't necessarily, it's, it's kind of a have your cake and eat it too type of situation, right? You can't simultaneously be an upfront leader of the team when there is a very, a, a fairly significant portion, especially for the young guys of their development and of their introduction to the team, the scheme and what the team is going to ask of them where the team leaders are not present. You want the team leaders present at those things. Uh, but it does look like Chase Young has maybe grown from that experience, right? And and grown a little bit from that that point. Uh, and say, and that's that's all you can ask from people. Nobody is nobody should anyway, right? Expect anybody to be perfect, make the per- the perfect decision every single time. Nothing wrong with Chase Young going out and getting paid, but his performance did not look good uh, throughout the uh, the portion of the season that he did participate in. Obviously, unfortunately, going down with an injury, and it looks at least from what Ron Rivera is saying about his interactions with the star defensive end that Chase has learned a little bit from that experience and will put a little bit more time focusing on being a leader for the team, being prepared for the season than he did last year and going out and, and, and capitalizing on his, uh, his fame and, and everything else. So another player that is going to be looking for a very solid 2022 and honestly had a pretty solid 2021, all things considered Cole Holcomb uh, was easily the best linebacker for the Washington commanders in 2021. And he may be getting a bit of a promotion because of it. If he does and he proves his value, then maybe the team can overcome the plus 375 odds of winning the NFC East for the second time in three years. They currently face at betonline.net. after months of playing college basketball has determined the top teams for the final four and will determine this year's national champion this coming week. And betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, you name it, they've got it. Bet Online remains the best spot for all your latest sports developments, including podcasts and reviews for all the leagues this season. And it's not just basketball. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at Bet Online, where the game starts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks again, Washington Commanders fans, for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. David Harrison going solo on today's episode. You can find me on Twitter at DHarrison82. Make sure you're following Locked On NFL as well. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It is free and it is available wherever you get podcasts just like this one. In 2021, Cole Holcomb showed range, pass coverage ability, and proved to be valuable at times in run defense. And it may have landed him a shot at being the team's Mike linebacker in 2022. Quote, we feel like Cole Holcomb has a chance to go in there and play Mike for us. So there's not a tremendous urgency to go and do something right there. He did a good job when he was in there. He kind of grew in that position last year when he got an opportunity to play some Mike. We'll see how it plays out. Cole's an option for us, that is that end quote. Those are the words of Washington Commanders general manager Martin Mayhew when asked about the Mike linebacker position, especially talking about prioritizing it in the upcoming NFL draft. Of course, there are some other options that the team could consider, uh, like veteran Bobby Wagner. We've talked about him on this show. He is rumored to have been getting some interest from some other teams. But if those if those options or opportunities dry up, maybe he'll progress in his search for a new team. Maybe the Washington Commanders come on the radar there 
and maybe they can get a deal done for that veteran. There's also draft prospects like N'Kobe Dean out of Georgia. If the team wants to go earlier in the NFL draft or Chad Muma from Wyoming, if they want to go to day two or the middle rounds of the NFL uh, draft as well. Either way, no matter what what direction the Washington Commanders choose to go to, uh, it's clear they do feel comfortable with Cole if they go forward with him as the primary target for that position. And it's good, in my, in my eyes anyway, to see Holcomb getting some recognition for what he was able to do uh, for the team in what is largely considered a letdown season last year. Speaking of the NFL draft and some of those options, what would it look like if nobody took a quarterback in the first round of the 2022 NFL draft? Bucky Brooks of NFL.com took on that exact task. And basically the mindset that he said he was going through for this mock draft is because of the lack of love for this year's quarterback class coming into the NFL draft and uh, listening to the Move the Sticks podcast where he talked about this mock. He kind of said that typically the league kind of shows you what they feel about a draft class. And you notice a lot of wide receivers are not getting a ton of money. Granted, the Jacksonville Jaguars like, like to uh, to give guys big, pretty big paychecks. Um, but you see guys like Jarvis Landry, Odell, uh, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., some other guys out there getting more modest deals or just not getting kind of the home run deals maybe some people expected. But then you look at the quarterback situation as well, and the league after the scouting combine kind of went into this frenzy, just swapping quarterbacks left and right, nobody really being patient and waiting for the NFL draft. So it kind of shows that the league doesn't necessarily believe that there is a day one starter in this year's NFL draft class, which I think most of us uh, tend to agree on. But what if it went to the extreme of no quarterbacks being drafted? Well, Bucky went through that exercise, and for the first five picks, he has the Jacksonville Jaguars taking Aiden Hutchinson, the edge rusher out of Michigan. At number two, Trayvon Walker, defensive lineman out of Georgia, goes to the Detroit Lions. The Houston Texans at three take Kayvon Thibodeau, edge rusher out of Oregon. Ahmad Sauce Gardner, the cornerback out of Cincinnati, goes to the New York Jets at number four. And then at number five, Evan Neal, the offensive tackle out of Alabama, goes to the New York Giants. You move forward to number 11 and the Washington Commanders, and they take Derek Stingley Jr., the cornerback out of LSU. This is not the first time, if you remember back last week or earlier this week, actually, we talked about a Mel Kuyper Jr. recent mock draft where he also sent Derek Stingley Jr. to the Washington Commanders. Uh, Brooks writing, quote, as a five-star talent with the tools to play as a shutdown corner on the island, Stingley could take the commander's defense to the next level if he locks in and performs to his potential. End quote. Now, we've already kind of talked about this potential fit, Derek Stingley Jr. with Washington Commanders. Uh, I said on that episode, I'll say it again, I'm not really interested in this team spending a first-round draft pick on a guy with with uh, with injury problems and injury history. Not Again, injury-prone isn't supposed to be a word within NFL scouting circles, and you can't scout injuries and health, and I get all that. But he does have a known injury history, so it is a little bit different. For me, and the last time we really saw him play quote-unquote dominant football was his freshman season. It's been a minute since we've seen Derek Stingley Jr. play as one of the top cornerbacks in the country. So spending the 11th overall pick on him seems a little bit risky. Now, if they were to move from like 11 to like 17 or 18 and then take him there because he was still there, then I, that, that risk becomes a little bit easier to swallow because you're also netting some more draft capital in that trade, you assume, where you're, if you're bringing in a player. Typically, it's just more draft capital. So it's easier to digest. Uh, just for record, around the rest of the NFC East, the New York Giants at number seven get Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher out of Florida State. The Philadelphia Eagles use all three of their first-round draft picks, which I do not believe they will actually do in real life. I believe at least one of those will be traded back uh, to net some more draft picks, maybe future draft picks. Uh, but at 15 in this mock, they take Ohio State wide receiver Chris Olave. At 16, they take Washington 
Uh, cornerback Kyler Gordon at 19. They take Iowa center Tyler Linderbaum. Uh, and the Dallas Cowboys at 24th overall take Minnesota edge rusher Boye Mafe. It's not like the entire first round is going to actually go by without a quarterback being selected, but it is a fun exercise. It was fun to listen to Bucky Brooks and Daniel Jeremiah talk about it on the Move the Sticks podcast as well. We do, however, expect the commanders to bypass a quarterback in the first round because of the acquisition of Carson Wentz uh, being quarterback number one. But there is a sign that the Washington Commanders could be looking to day two to potentially draft an NFL quarter to draft a future NFL quarterback. We're going to talk about that right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Final segment here of the Locked On Commanders Podcast. David Harrison going solo. Mike partner uh, and co-host Chris Russell not here for today's episode, but you can find him on Twitter at RussellMania621. We've got some good things to talk about tomorrow so make sure you come back tomorrow for our end of week episode and check chris and i out as we wrap up our week of conversation surrounding washington commanders dan snyder quarterback rankings all those things probably going to be on the docket so make sure you come back speaking of things on the docket we've had a voicemail sitting for just a little bit uh, we wanted to get to it a little bit sooner but it actually has perfect timing because it's about a topic uh, that we're going to talk about here for more than one reason but we're going to start it with this voicemail david chris this is big mac south carolina just wanted to give you a call real quick. The Carson Wentz trade—I I think we needed a, we needed the trade, um, but also we need to draft a quarterback in the in the draft this year. If we don't draft a quarterback, then, then it's kind of wasted. And why do we go for another backup? Um, we need to improve the team, so things need to work a little different. Um, but hey, hopefully he does something with it. Thanks, guys. All right, Big Mac, appreciate the phone call. And, yeah, about the Washington Commanders potentially looking at adding another quarterback in the NFL draft. Well, while Washington Commanders head coach Ron Rivera and general manager Martin Mayhew were at the owner meetings, they had personnel at the University of North Carolina Pro Day where quarterback Sam Howell was looking to cement himself as a top-five quarterback prospect in this year's NFL draft. And Howell spoke with NFL Network after the workout, said he felt good about what he did, what he was able to show uh, the NFL teams in attendance, well, all 32 NFL teams in attendance in the scouts, and said specifically he'd been working on NFL footwork because it's different than college footwork, at least the footwork he was asked to do at UNC, and he really wanted to show the NFL scouts and the, and the personnel in attendance that he had been working on that. And from all accounts, I wasn't there, but from all accounts, he did pretty well and, and secured himself uh, at least a spot in the top, you know, near top echelon of the quarterback class. Now, what's interesting about Sam Howell is his connection with wide receiver De'Ami Brown, third-round pick last year of the Washington Commanders, of course, a North Carolina wide receiver. Didn't have you know the splashiest rookie season, but he's a third-round draft pick, so you kind of hope for uh, maybe some really significant contributions. But really, year two, year three are kind of the years you expect those types of prospects to really kind of show fruit, bear fruit for the team. But not only does he have a connection with De'Ami Brown, Sam Howell has insurance for the quarterback race, right? You go back to the early offseason comments from Ron Rivera, about finding the guy and look, maybe Carson Wentz is the guy. Maybe he, he proves all of these 
leadership questions. Frank Wright has been has been public about his support for Carson. Maybe he proves all that correct. He comes through. He leads the Washington Commanders to a 10-win, maybe 11-win season. And coming in 2023, Commander Carson is the man, right, in, in D.C. That could happen. But getting Sam Howell or a guy like him anyway in day, on day two of the NFL draft certainly kind of hedges the bets for the Washington Commanders to find a guy to take them into the future. And then you always have to remember, too, it's a copycat league, right? So following the success of Jamar Chase uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals, with his college quarterback, Joe Burrow, both of them coming from LSU, a lot of teams are going to look at that. And you look at Trey Lance and Christian Watson out of North Dakota State University. Deami Brown is another, another example of that. You bring his quarterback, Sam Howell, a lot of his drop-off in production this last college season was attributed to the fact that pretty much all of his weapons went to the NFL. Well, reunite him with Deami Brown and gives you one more bite at the quarterback apple to maybe find the next franchise quarterback and it potentially sparks some growth out of your third round pick a year ago because he has a quarterback on the roster that he feels more comfortable with. So just something to keep an eye on again, all 32 NFL teams are there. doesn't mean that the Washington commanders are prioritizing Sam Howell, but you know, they're, they're not there. They're not going to send people there for no reason. So obviously there's at least some interest in there. He is expected at this time anyway, to be a day two prospect. Uh, some other news, from the owner meetings, NFL overtime rule officially adopted for the 2023 NFL season, but it will happen in the playoffs only. Both teams, if the if any playoff games go to overtime now uh, for the next year, for the 2022-2023 playoffs, both teams will get the ball. After both teams have had a possession, if one team is leading the other, that team will win. If not, we'll go back to the old sudden death format, next field goal, next touchdown, next points, period, wins the game. A safety ends the game, period, no matter when it happens. And that's going to end today's episode. So I appreciate you, Big Mac, for calling in, leaving that voicemail, sending us that question. We thank you all, of course, for watching us or for listening to us, making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen or view of the day. Now make your second view or listen of the day, the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It is free and available wherever you get podcasts. Chris and I will be back tomorrow to wrap up this week of Commander's coverage. In the meantime, if you've got questions, topics, or comments about anything we've been talking about, send them in to LockedOnWashingtonCommanders at gmail.com or call in and be a part of the show by dialing 301-615-3577. Again, that number, 301-615-3577. For Chris Russell, Part of the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980 with Pete Medhurst. I'm David Harrison, writer for SI.com's Fan Nation. If you're on about, please be safe, be kind to one another, and thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, Look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.